Hi, today we're going to talk to you about five types of customers and how to sell to them. Now, customers and clients come in all shapes and sizes. And in the course of running your business, you're actually going to meet them all. Now, there's a huge amount of research, as you can imagine, goes into buying behavior. So what we've done is we've brought some of that research into our video today. So there are five main groups that we want to talk about today. As you can see on the board, we want to talk about budgies. We want to talk about nitpickers. We want to talk about analysts impulsives and we want to talk about admirers. Now, this is why it's so key that you spend time to understand who your clients actually are in terms of their buying behaviors. So let's get started. Budgies. Do you know what you hear with a budgie? Cheap, cheap, cheaper. That's all you ever hear. It doesn't matter what the price is, they always want something less. It's like a pathological barrier. Until they get a lower price, they can't even look at what it is that you're offering. I want to tell you a story. A few years ago, I put in a big price for doing some work for a company and I got a call from their um, procurement people and they said, uh, we've got your document, but where's our customary discount? And I said, what customary discount? And they said, oh, we get a customary discount from everybody uh, that we do work with. I said, oh, how much? And they said, 10%. I said, for what? And they said, well, because it's our customary discount. And I said, ah, okay, and they said, Go back, have a look at your pricing, and then give us the 10% discount. So I did. I went back, I had a look at my pricing, I added 10% to every single element, and I gave them a new quote, which is 10% higher than the last one. But on the bottom line, it said minus 10% customary discount. It was exactly the same price as last time. I won the job. That's how budgies work. They've got to win or else they can't move forward. Now, here's how you deal with them. Add in what is known as your FYF which is your U factor, okay? That way they can satisfy themselves that they've won when you discount by that amount and then you get the job. Now the next thing to do is to move away and don't do any more work for them. They will want you to do extra work for free and they are an absolute nightmare, okay? So that's why they're on this side of the board. The next group is nitpickers. These people quibble over every line in the proposal. So you better have a really good watertight proposal. Then when you start the work, they will track where you are and then they will want to know when you were there and they'll want to see how hard you're working and they won't ever be satisfied. Every report, every invoice, every piece of work you do will be questioned and nitpicked. They can never be happy. Do you know why? Because they don't have any idea how being happy feels. These people are time sucks and energy sucks. So you make damn sure that you're earning a massive profit to compensate for the emotional stress and exhaustion of working with these people. With them, it's two steps forward and one step back. Okay, how do you deal with them? Produce really short reports. Make them tell you exactly what they want to know. If you give them long reports, they'll have more bones to pick over. So just give them short reports and then they have to come back with specifics. The other thing to do is design some stock answers like, because that's in our standard methodology, because we've included that in the price, because that's based on our experience in these matters, because that's what we quoted, because that's in the price. Don't engage in details because they will run you ragged. They are professionals at this. The fact is high maintenance clients like the cheapies and the nitpickers are never worth the money and the time you invest. They leave a really bad taste in your mouth and they make you wonder if you really are as good as you think you are at what you do. They just wear you down. So 
The ultimate antidote to the, to the clients on this side is what I call your off price. Okay, how does that work? Well, this is the price that you will not go below, ever. How do you work that out? Work out your hourly rate properly, including the profit that you need to make to exist, and then walk away if they won't pay it. In other words, off, I'm not gonna work for you if you won't pay this. Because I'll tell you why, this is a good idea. The next client you meet will pay you what you're worth and what you deserve. Okay, moving on to the next group is the, now we're on the bright side, okay? These are the people who actually want to work with you. So we're gonna talk about analysts. They do wanna buy from you. They just wanna know that what you're offering is what they need. So they'll ask you some questions, and then I'll ask you some more questions, and then I'll ask you some more questions. And then after that, guess what? They'll ask you even more questions. You need to be patient, because this is how they make their minds up on everything. You need to be consistent and open and answer all their questions. These are smart people, okay? Now my sister's like this. Ever since she was able to speak, instead of going goo goo, wah wah, ba ba ba, everything she said started with, but why? And the answer, just cause, never ever works. Analysts are your friends. They help you to refine your offer. They will identify the weak spots. And in effect, what they're doing is they're marking your term paper, okay? See them as the incredibly useful resource that they are and not as boring and pedantic people that you just wish you didn't have to deal with because they are really, really valuable. So how do you deal with them? Well, you start out by writing a full and detailed proposal to answer as many of the questions as possible before they ask them. Do not be defensive. This is not personal. Use statements like, help me understand why you're asking me about that. Is it something that I've left out? And so basically what you're doing is you are sitting in their space with them and you're looking out with them instead of glaring at them, okay? You're both looking in the same direction. Never ever use glib throwaway answers, okay? Treat every question as a great opportunity to learn about your own product through the eyes of somebody who's analyzing it to death, resurrecting it, and then analyzing it to death again. So analysts, by the way, are really used to being talked over interrupted and dismissed. That's just how their lives go. Do the opposite, treat them with respect. Ask them if they have any other questions. My God, they will love you for it. And they will be incredibly loyal clients. Why? Because you're treating them with respect and with dignity. And they will continue, I point this out, they'll continue to question you for the rest of your relationship about everything that you produce for them. But every time that happens, you're gonna learn something new, okay? So this is where knowing your own style is really, really helpful. If you're a driver who wants to get things done right now, an analyst will drive you crazy unless you see what's happening and you force yourself to be calm and patient. Because as I said before, this is not personal. Okay, now we're going to talk about a group with which I am more familiar than I would like to be because we're talking about impulsives. These are the people who went to the store for milk and came out with chocolate, flowers, a new battery charged impact drill set in their favorite colors and forgot the milk. Uh, I know this type really well for it is me. Is it shiny? Does it look fab? I'll make quick assumptions about what it does and how, and I won't check all that hard, but I'll tell you what, if it looks great, you know, I'm halfway there. Now we're intelligent, believe it or not, uh, but we're very fast moving people. We make decisions faster than anyone else. If we're good, we're 
80% good decisions, 20% bad decisions. If we're not, we're 2080, okay? I'm not gonna tell you where I think I am. So, but I know I make my mind up very quickly, and here's the thing, I make my mind up several times, not just once, several times. Once I've said yes in principle to somebody who's selling me things, then I'll come back and I'll ask how it actually works, because I know by now, after some years on this planet, that how I think it works probably isn't the way that it does work. So, in your position, never assume that an impulsive means, yes, let's do this, the first time they say, yes, let's do this, because you know what? They don't mean it. Have you heard about the morning after? Well, for impulsives, this is like, mm. I said yes to something yesterday, but actually, I don't have any idea how it's gonna work. I think I better go and ask. And I, I, look, I'll just tell them that I didn't really mean what I said when I said, yes, let's do this, because now I've got a whole lot of questions for them. So, how do you deal with them? You keep going through the features of what you're offering and you need to expect that you will have to do this several times, okay? They've already bought the benefits, that bit's done. So this is kind of like reverse sales. You're starting out, you've got the benefit bit sorted out and now they actually need to know what the hell it is that they've just bought. And once they know that and they're sold, they're fine, okay? So you just need to make sure that they understand exactly what they're getting, exactly what it does and also, exactly what it doesn't do, because people like me, I get so much exercise leaping to conclusions. I can leap to conclusions the size of a tall tower. And so I really need your help. <laughs> I really need your help to make sure I don't get exercised by leaping to conclusions, okay? So treat me as that somewhat weird group of people who are enthusiastic, but actually, you know, can be a little bit hard sell to. So let's move on to the fifth group, the admirers. These people love the concept of what you're selling and they can see the enormous benefits to their business. They really actually do the cost benefit analysis when they make the decision. Just look at the benefit side. So it's like, never mind the quality, feel the width. Admirers often buy too early in their business growth cycle and they cannot actually use, I'm a bit of an admirer too, unfortunately, they cannot actually use what they've just bought now because my business isn't ready for it. So what they want to do is they want to renegotiate a new start date or a longer free trial period. So they'll be there, they'll stick with the product or service because they can actually see the benefits of it. But to make the sales stick, you need to walk them through how it will actually work and what they need to do in order to make it work. In other words, get their business to the point where what you're offering them is actually going to have an impact. In other words, get them past the shiny chrome, the white wall tires and the leather upholstery to working out whether they actually do need the Rolls-Royce version or the Mini will do just fine. The admirers need your genuine help to set them up with what they actually need, not the full-on bells and whistles version that you think you can sell and get away with. So this is what you do with these people. You take them through all of the options from the premium version down to the basic version. You help them work out what they need now and then you show them how that can grow their business and how they can keep using this product and grow into it as it were. It's called selling with integrity and I'm a big believer in that, okay? They will become massively loyal customers because you haven't fitted them up with something that they didn't really need or that they didn't understand how much it really cost. These are the gold customers. You get a thousand admirers on your Facebook page and you can sell them anything. Why? because you've proved yourself beyond doubt. They know you are authentic. 
Now, prospective clients are gonna to go to your Facebook page to see what other people say about you. If you've got a great following of admirers, of happy people, they will be much more convinced that you actually know your stuff, okay? Because admirers also give great testimonials. So there you have it, the budgies, the nitpickers, the analysts, the impulsives, and the admirers. Well, that's all we have time for today. Stay tuned for more episodes on successfully building, running, and scaling your business. And we'll catch you later.